0: Welcome to Dollars and Cents. I'm Elaine Scollin, along with Blair Manton from Sands & Associates. They're experts in helping you get out of debt. Uh, And we've got a special guest with us, Blair.
1: Yeah, I'm so thrilled today to have Linda on the line. Um, And I know, Elaine, you and I, we talk about a lot of the concepts here. We give various examples. um, But I know so many clients are are really wondering, well, you know, what's it like when rubber hits the road when someone has to file either a bankruptcy or a proposal? What are the circumstances that got them to that situation? What's the experience like? And then also, how are they doing afterwards, you know, once they get help from their debt? So I was so thrilled because Linda um, agreed we reach out to all of our clients. Uh, when we do our our debt study every year. And we've talked about that in the past, the insights we get from our various past clients. Uh, And Linda was somebody that said, you know, yeah, I would would like to share my story uh, publicly to help people understand that they're not alone when they struggle with debt. And there's a lot of factors that can cause somebody to have a debt challenge. Um, So Linda, I wanted to welcome you onto the show today.
2: Thank you very much. Glad to be here.
1: Excellent. And we're, we're thrilled to have you. Uh, just starting off very open-ended, can you tell me a bit about the situation that brought you to Sands & Associates? What was going on that the debts became a problem?
2: Well, uh, the first situation was um, um, my son was about four years old and I found, oh, I'm single parent. I found that, oh, I just can't make ends meet no matter what I do. Finding myself, oh, taking loans out and just trying so hard to keep afloat um, and due to the fact I needed to stay home with my son at that time I couldn't go out to work it was really really tough and I had not been in in that situation ever before um, and it was a, a really good eye-opener for me because um, you know I wasn't ever very wealthy yet, but I had enough funds just to you know buy things and buy gifts Get dental work done, all those things, and suddenly it's just like, no, I can't even afford bread right at the moment, and so it, I had no choice. Uh, but it wasn't really difficult for me per se because um, I just needed to get atop top of myself and get and mm-hmm. take, you know, help my son with you yeah. know getting things for him, and it was the right way to go. For me.
1: And what what kind of debts did you have at the time was it was it the credit cards I'm curious about you know what the day to day was like were you getting collection calls or threats or letters yeah. what what was that like
2: Yes it was like that and it was every my phone my cell phone provider was calling me constantly calling our our home number constantly like through the night and um it just it's just so overwhelming and it wasn't just that it was I had visa cards and all kinds of just paying, robbing Paul to pay Peter or however you say that. And it just yeah. <laughs> kept getting bigger and, bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And there was just no way out. So once I filed for bankruptcy, everything just seemed to, uh, is such a relief because mm-hmm. the one payment a month I could manage, everything else kind of went away. I still, you know, felt, oh, you know, I wish that didn't happen, but mm-hmm. I really had no choice. And I knew what I was doing that was going to be, benefit my son, too. And it, I, it's, it's no self-blame. hmm Mm-hmm. Oh,
1: that, Yeah. And it, it sounds like, and and again, this is the right decision all the time. You put the needs of your family uh, ahead of the needs of the creditors. Uh, but that can be tough in the moment, especially if there's a collector on the phone, or like you said, getting many calls per day. And a yeah. lot of people, Elaine and I talk a lot about a lot of people wait about two years from when they know they have a problem until yeah. they're, they're reaching out for help. What was that yeah. journey like for you? Did you reach out right away? Or was there a period of time you didn't know what to do?
2: Well, it was um, interesting because I had a fairly good position job, and um, but my when my son was two, I needed to be with him for um, certain reasons, and I had to quit my job. So, um, so I eventually went on income assistance, which I you know was actually amazing because they're very helpful for me. I never thought I never even that that would happen, that I'd be on income assistance. And as I said, then suddenly it's even more, you get more and more and more in debt with different things. It's not that I was buying a whole mm-hmm. lot of things that that weren't necessary. It's just everything compiled. And so after it was a little bit of time, I thought, I can't even do this anymore. So and these phone calls, it's just so like I, I thought, you know, I've got to – file for bankruptcy it's just it's just overwhelming for me and for my son too that all these phone calls things pressure it's not good for your mental health either
1: mm-hmm. absolutely mm-hmm. yeah and, and I- and I think, Linda, it's so valuable you, you being on the show today because um, you know even before I was a trustee, I think I made certain assumptions that if someone vows for bankruptcy, it must be they want on the spending spree or gambling or, yeah. or various things like that. But I was yeah. very quickly um, dis- dissuaded from those perceptions when I started to meet with my first clients. And so many of them, it was just, you know, it's, it's the cost of living. Uh, it's the providing for your family. Yeah. And, and especially if you were on income assistance at that point, we know that's not enough to make ends meet. Um, you know. Probably the vast majority of it goes to just shelter and food, and even more so now with, with crazy inflation. So a lot of folks you know, have to use credit to, to fill that gap. Um, can right. you tell me a bit about the overall process of when you filed for bankruptcy? Um, you know, How was the, the meetings? How was the signing of documents? And what did you have to do to get through that and come out the other side?
2: Uh, first, um, if you ask me how I heard of fans and associates, uh, mm-hmm. I'll have to say... Um, advertising. and I've seen it in flashing, you know, in in not flashing, but in newspapers, mm-hmm. things like that. So I went to you, mm-hmm. uh, not knowing who else. It's the only place I thought to go, and I went downtown, took right. the bus, and, and entering the building, and it was like I didn't. It was bizarre because I thought I'd felt feel shame or feel like like I wasn't supposed to be there. Why am I here? You know, all these things. But I walked right in and everyone is mm-hmm. so kind and so mm-hmm. understanding. I felt no, no, um, no shame. Uh, and I knew this was the right thing to do. And the meeting, there's two meetings. Very wonderful. Great advice. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my gosh. And then so finally when, after a couple of years, it was paid for. Everything was done. I was cleared. It was amazing, you know. It's just like I. That's why I, today I'm talking because I hope someone can maybe reach out to you if they're in my position or in their own personal position for some, mm-hmm. you know, help. Because I just want someone to feel better. <laughs> you know, it's a yeah. tough one. Mm-hmm. No, that.
1: that- That's for sure, Lynn. And if you could see me, you'd see I'm just just smiling with with pride here because, you know, the experience that you had is exactly the experience we we try to put out there. And with all of our staff, it's, you know, how would you treat a close family member if they had a money problem? You wouldn't approach it with judgment. You would approach it with empathy um, and let them know that you're here to help. So I'm just so thrilled um, that that was your experience as well. Uh, What was what was surprising, if anything, about the process of getting help with your debts?
2: Surprising in, uh, surprising that, you know, it's, it's very confidential. I think not surprising in that sense, but just mm-hmm. to know that it's so confidential. Nobody needs to know um, unless you want to share with someone that this is happening because, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I think, and also just, I don't know, it, because everyone has a different experience in life, but mine was, well, this is what's happening and we'll get through it. And I felt the support that it's okay. You're, you're doing good. You're doing good. You're, you're moving on. So it wasn't like, uh, I didn't feel like, why are you in this position? What, what couldn't you mm-hmm. have done better? You know, that kind of thing. I never felt that at all. And yeah. that's uh, really cool for me because I've always put that pressure on myself. Like, why did you do that stupid thing or something? Like, <laughs> But I never felt that with you. So it's, it's um, it was really good.
1: Oh, that, that's great, Linda. I think it's one of the things we humans are great at is judging ourselves more harshly than anyone else would, would ever yeah. judge us. And, you know, especially so when, when it comes to debt um, and, you know, to say, well, why are you in that position from hearing your story, Linda? I don't think there's much you could have done different, if anything. And that's right. echoed for me, you know, day after day, year after year with clients who are just doing everything right and trying to provide for their families. If we think about the COVID pandemic, you know, nobody caused yeah. that. But so many people are just reaping the, the impact um, of, of that. That on their finances, uh, and I
2: was I, yeah,
1: yeah, and I, I was thrilled to have you on the show today too because I know we've also been able to help you out again a little bit more recently, uh, but not with the bankruptcy, with a different solution of a consumer proposal. So I wonder if you can Correct. talk a little bit about that and, and um, you know what that experience has been like.
2: Right. So exactly what you said about COVID. I mean, it's it's been um, really difficult for so many people, and um, just thinking, I was back to work, and I was mm-hmm. getting my feet on the ground again. It was really, really nice. Everything was going along, but then the position I had was not full-time, quite full-time, and I just, I had to leave for a while, and so again, um, I'm, I am I I had no choice, or I didn't think I had a choice, but I started taking up more loans and different loan agencies here and there, and it got explosive. Like there was, like, like again, you have to pay this one to pay that one and then you get an increase in a loan so you pay the other one. So that's where I was finding myself. And suddenly I'm like, Oh, how did I do this again? And, (laughs) but I reached out to you right away because I knew there was no, no, yeah, I couldn't resolve this at all by myself. So, um, there absolutely no shame again. I said, I'm so sorry. I'm doing this again. But it's like, well, don't be sorry. Just come get some help. And, um, so that was that was what happened there, and getting back on my feet now again. So, hopefully, mm-hmm. um, and I know I will. It's just that was a surprise. The the whole COVID thing actually, you know, it, it, you can't blame it all on that, but it I think it affected a lot of people.
1: Yeah, it's it's definitely driven a lot of people through our, through our doors. And I, I was so thrilled too that, um, you know, now there's more awareness into yourself, especially about filing a consumer proposal. Um, so, you know, yeah. so the second time we're able to assist you, it, it's not a bankruptcy. It's you stopping all the interest, paying back what you can afford to repay. Um, well, we're yeah. down to just about our, our last minute here, Linda, but I wonder if you right. could just share any words of advice for anybody else who might be in a similar position. I think there's just been so much wisdom that you've shared, but anything you could tell somebody who's listening what you think they might want to consider
2: well i think my, my goal here today is just i hope somebody can reach out to you if they're feeling like on the edge of whatever edge they're on is um whether they want some help or they're feeling they can't ask for help and they're going to maybe suffer more than they need to and i just want to help at least one person
0: it's really lovely, isn't it, Blair, to hear someone who's benefited so much um, from from going through the process and learning. It sounds like from Linda's in so many ways uh, through each of those processes, and I, ca- I just can't help but think the whole counseling element to the physical process, or you know, the the document process that everyone goes through, is of such benefit to people. I want to remind folks, you're listening to Dollars and Cents with Blair Manton from Sands & Associates. Check out the website. It's sands-trustee.com. And through that website, you can get lots of good information as well as make that first appointment and sit down with somebody and talk about your situation and go forward. Their number 1-800-661-3030. You're listening to Dollars and Cents. If you're looking for debt relief, solutions or options to better manage your debt, Blair is going to answer some of those questions that people have. I mean, they spend so much time talking to folks and they really do such a great job every year of of boiling down how they're doing and where people are coming from and all that kind of situations uh, that this is going to be a great segment. And Blair, I know every day you and your team at SANS talk with folks who are looking for answers as well as support around dealing with their debt. What What is often the first question that people will have when they're either talking to you or sitting down at your desk?
1: Well, one of the first questions is pretty logical. You know, what is this thing called a licensed insolvency trustee and how can you help me? And I'm really happy to answer that because it's, it's. I wish people knew more about what an LIT can do. Uh, I'm really happy if someone's listening to the show for the first time because they're going to learn a licensed insolvency trustee is the only professional in Canada that's fully qualified and legally empowered by the federal government to provide people with debt advice and help them eliminate their debts using legal options like a consumer proposal, personal bankruptcy, and more. So when you work with a licensed insolvency trustee, you can safely get accurate debt advice and guidance. Anyone can have a free confidential consultation to talk about their situation, their needs, their objectives, and get a plan to become debt-free. Your finances don't have to be in an urgent state to qualify for help. Um, Some of the common situations that cause people to reach out to us are when people want some general information about how to deal with their debt. They might be unsure what the legal rights and remedies are in a debt situation. They might be facing an urgent crisis or a conflict with a creditor. Maybe there's a wage garnishment. Maybe there's some legal action happening. Or they just don't know all these threats that are coming at them. What can creditors actually do? And what's just smoke and mirrors? Uh, sometimes people feel financially stuck. They can't move past making their minimum monthly debt payments and they need some sort of debt forgiveness or relief options. Uh, and sometimes people just have bad credit and they want to move forward with a fresh credit score. Uh, and what's great about working with a trustee is we can give you a debt solution regardless of your credit score. Some people have a great credit rating, they never miss any payments. Others have been struggling for years and we can help them get that reset when they can start to build things back up again. Uh, at Sands & Associates, we serve all of BC. We've been around for 34 years now, um, and we're going to help anybody that comes to see us explore all of the possible debt options, It could include some do-it-yourself options like some budgeting, prioritizing of debts, understanding there is a statute of limitations on debts. We're going to explain all of that to you. Uh, sometimes we'll help you with a way to consolidate and restructure and reduce your debt with a consumer proposal, and if no other options work, the last resort is to help you with a personal 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 bankruptcy. And we do that in a respectful, non-judgmental, empathetic way. We're here to help people get their fresh start. And the first step, it all starts with a free confidential debt consultation. There's no obligation to continue working together and you don't need any referral to come and see a trustee. You can just call the number, go to the website, whatever you need to do. You can have a meeting often the same day, either by telephone, video, or even physically in our offices across the province.
0: Excellent. Now, if you're already thinking, okay, where do I sign up? How do I do this? Who do I call? And how do I get that first sit down? Uh, regardless of, of anything else that you're about to say, this is the phone number. It's 1-800-661-3030. Uh, if you want to check out their website, it's terrific. SANS-TRUSTEE.COM. If you've got any kind of question and you think, oh, I'd like to read a little bit more about this or a little bit more about that, it's a great place to go. There's pages of really good information, good questions, really thoughtful Answers uh, and and Blair's often uh, mentioned different YouTube videos as well that you can access about uh, the services and the kinds of things that Sands and Associates uh, deals with. Did I did I represent that? Okay, Blair. I know that we that don't often great. talk about. Okay, good. <laughs> yep. We don't often talk about those YouTube videos, but I just mm-hmm. wanted to throw that in there too. So, mm-hmm. um, what are some more of the top questions that people ask when it comes to these options um, that you've already mentioned, Blair?
1: Well, some people wonder, what can I expect at that first consultation? And the consultation, our goal is to make you feel at ease and to give you a better understanding of your situation and all the options that are available. And then you can decide what's the best fit for what you want to do and what you're facing right now. So, So we'll ask you, do you have a specific issue you want some help with? Are there some particular financial goals that you want to meet? We'll try to understand who you owe money to and about how much. What's your income every month? Where does it have to go? What does the household and the family budget look like? And do you have any assets? And we're going to go through all of those things to be able to give you a full 360 degree review of your financial situation. Just about everybody we meet with are surprised at the options that they have. Uh, Most people think when they're meeting with a trustee, you know, bankruptcy is the only option, but it's less than one in 10 people that we help. We actually help them with a bankruptcy for about nine out of 10 people. uh, They choose to do a consumer proposal. And a consumer proposal is the most powerful debt relief solution that you might never have heard of. And when you deal with either a consumer proposal or a bankruptcy, we're going to work with you throughout the entire process, give you that support, do everything formally, and it's going to cost you nothing to come and see us to have that first meeting.
0: Cool. So how does a consumer proposal work to consolidate debt? Because that, uh, that's one of my first questions. How does it actually mm-hmm. do that?
1: Yeah, most people, when they start thinking about debt consolidation, they think that means going to a bank and borrowing some money to pay off their other debts. And usually they start there. And the challenge is most people can get rejected uh, from a bank to try to get a consolidation loan. Maybe they'll only approve you if you get a cosigner involved, which is a bad idea, or if you start to pledge some assets, which is also generally a bad idea. What a consumer proposal is, it's a non borrowing consolidation option, which has some big advantages over working with a bank. Because because you consolidate all of your debt into a single payment. But instead of paying a lower interest rate, you pay a zero interest rate. So literally nothing ever gets added to the debt once you're starting to work with the trustee. Um, And then the trustee will work with you on your household budget and figure out what you can actually afford to repay on the debt. It might be as little as 20 to 50% of the total balance. So for example, if you owe $20,000, and it doesn't matter what interest rate that's at, whether it's credit cards, lines of credit, or even payday loans, you might offer a consumer proposal to repay 30% of that balance, and that might be a monthly payment of $166 for 36 months. And yes, you heard that right. $20,000 of debt could be a payment of $166 for just three years. The balance of the debt, the 70% that's unpaid, that's legally written off at the conclusion of a consumer proposal. Now, to do a consumer proposal, this isn't something you can just phone the bank up and say, hey, how's 30 cents in the dollar with No interest over the next three years. Uh, You can imagine you might hear hear them laughing over the phone at you. You have to work with a licensed insolvency trustee. And the way a trustee presents a proposal is showing that this is a win win to everybody involved. For most people, if they were to file a bankruptcy, there'd be a zero repayment on the debt. So, of course, 30% repayment is a whole lot better than zero. So, 95 out of 100 of our proposals are accepted on the first offer. 99 out of 100 eventually reach a deal. So, it's a very very high success rate, such a powerful consolidation tool.
0: Now, I'm a bit torn in our last uh, uh, four and a half minutes or so to talk about. I think it's important to to talk about what it means to declare bankruptcy in Canada. And then I really would like us to talk about um, the advice that you can offer folks who might be considering connecting with a licensed insolvency trustee like yourself, but are super hesitant. So could we cover both of those things in the last few minutes here?
1: I think so. Yeah. Great. Right. So yeah, to declare bankruptcy in Canada means that you got a fresh financial start. So it's not as bad as you might have heard. You know, there's no public court appearance. There's nothing that goes in the newspaper. You sit down with the trustee and we're going to try to do everything we can to help avoid that bankruptcy filing. So again, it's only about one in 10 of our clients have to file for bankruptcy, but it might be the more extreme cases where maybe there was an ICBC accident that wasn't covered. You know, there's hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt and even paying back 10 or 20 cents. And the dollar of that just isn't going to be possible. So when you work with a trustee to declare bankruptcy, it's a private process. For most people, it starts and finishes inside of nine months. There's usually no need to go to court. You just work with the trustee. uh, And over the period of that nine months, you get some payments. Uh, so you get some counseling sessions, you make some payments. If you're low income, you pay about $2,300 split into nine monthly payments of about $255. Um, you attend the counseling sessions and you report your income to the trustee, uh, provided you do all of those things at the end of nine months of bankruptcy can be finished. So it doesn't take the seven years that you think about. It's not a permanent mark on your credit. It drops off your credit report six years after it's finished. And most people find they can rebuild their credit within just a couple years of having filed a bankruptcy. So for a lot of folks, rather than trying to pay off an insurmountable debt burden that would take them decades or at least years, a bankruptcy can be a shorter route to actually getting a better credit rating sooner.
0: Excellent. And then the final piece is, why Why do you think, because you talk to so many folks on such a regular basis, why are people so hesitant to reach out And and how do you... How do you talk to them about that? Because it it is a bit of a, a sticking point, I'm sure, for folks coming in the door.
1: Yeah, there's a couple of things, you know, there's definitely an element of shame. And I I get that, you know, we're all humans here. And of course, when we incur an obligation, we start from the position, hey, I'm honest, I'm going to pay off this obligation to the best of my ability. Uh, And we're often our own worst judges as well. So I speak with a lot of clients where I look at their situation, I say, yeah, you had the best of objectives. And then gee, the pandemic happened and the business you were in, it was shut down three times in the first four months. And the government support just wasn't enough to keep you going. That wasn't your fault but a lot of folks put everything on their shoulders. So there's a lot of shame, a lot of self-blame. And when you're dealing with a bank that wants their money back, they can sometimes pull on those heartstrings pretty tough. So, you know, the collection agent is not going to be understanding and empathetic. They're going to make you feel like you're a dishonest person for not being able to pay back the debt. Whereas when you sit down with a trustee, someone objectively who sees, you know, hundreds or thousands of people over the years, we can say, you know, it's a very small percentage of people that I see where they could have done anything to avoid the financial financial difficulties. Usually it's circumstances that happen. So, you know, shame is one part of it, but it's also just a misunderstanding or a misconception or just not knowing that there's actually options that are out there. So a lot of people think, well, no way, no how am I ever going to file bankruptcy? And that stops them from reaching out to a trustee, not knowing that 90% of the time, the best person to help you avoid that bankruptcy is the trustee because only a trustee can help you file a consumer proposal. So some people flail about, Sometimes they go to unlicensed debt advisors that charge them literally thousands of dollars and just make the problem worse. So it really is important for folks to have some knowledge. So I know a lot of our listeners out there, uh, sometimes I have people that phone me and say, oh yeah, my friend was listening or my my family member was listening to your show and said, hey, you need to reach out to Sands and Associates. So please do pass it on. If you're a listener and you know somebody that's struggling in your life that has some debt, there's no downside to seeing a trustee and just becoming that much better informed about what actually out there for you.
0: That's such a great idea. And I want to add too, as we close up this segment, you, you're not alone in solving a debt problem. Um, as Blair's talked about, the support and the solutions, and there's lots of them to look at, uh, are there. So connect with your local expert at Sands & Associates. Their phone number again is 1-800-661-3030. Visit their website, sands-trustee.com. You're listening to Dollars and Cents with Blair Manton from Sands & Associates, helping you get out of debt. This segment is all about consolidating debt with a consumer proposal and why you don't need a loan to file one. Blair's going to explain how filing a consumer proposal allows us to consolidate debt without borrowing and why consumers should be aware if they're offered a loan as part of of doing a consumer proposal. Hang on, I didn't think that that's what was part of the process at all, Blair. What the Mm -hmm. heck? Is somebody else doing that? That doesn't sound good.
1: Oh, you'd be amazed the wild and wonderful things that are out there when you start to search on the internet. And we're going to clarify a couple things today about why you should run the other way if you hear anything about a consumer proposal loan.
0: Okay, so the first thing is then let's just, let's talk about that consumer proposal, what it is and how it works to consolidate debt without... Uh, using a loan of any kind, uh, and and that's a bit frightening to me that that there's people out there that are offering a loan. Uh, element to it. That's just not good.
1: Yeah. So just setting the stage about what a consumer proposal is, uh, it's a legal debt remedy only available through a licensed insolvency trustee where you consolidate all of your debt together. You freeze the interest so not another dollar gets added to those balances and you agree to pay back the portion of the debt you can afford to pay back and provided you do those things and attend a couple of financial counseling sessions, the debts are fully and finally discharged uh, at the completion of the proposal process. So to give you a bit of an example, uh, let's say a client came in, they had a few credit cards, an overdraft, and a couple of payday or fast cash loans. All of them together totaled $25,000. If their average interest rate was 18%, which is probably low considering that that mix of of loans there, they'd have to pay about $635 a month for five years to get out of debt. Now, if they decided to do a consumer proposal, they might say, well, there's no way I can afford $635 per month. What can the debt be reduced? to And in general, with a consumer proposal, you might be able to offer as little as 30% of the debt or 30 cents on the dollar. So in this case, around, you know, $7,500 um, in total, not 25,000 plus interest. And that might mean a monthly payment of $210 a month for 36 months. So just three years compared to triple the payment over five years if you had not done the proposal. So a consumer proposal is incredibly powerful. It's only available through a licensed insolvency trustee and it's not a bankruptcy. Um, it's not you know as, as severe as a bankruptcy would be. It's you deciding that you can arrange to pay off the portion of the debt you can afford and almost always your creditors will accept that deal that you offer to them through working with a licensed insolvency trustee.
0: So my question, Blair, and this isn't part of, you know, what we discussed in terms of this segment, but is it because are people willing to accept that? The creditors willing to accept a consumer proposal now more than ever because Mm -hmm. they're, because they get something versus nothing or. How You know, what, what do you think the the thinking is behind it all?
1: You, you hit the nail on the head right there, Elaine. It's oftentimes if someone chooses to file for bankruptcy, there's going to be no recovery on the debts whatsoever for the people who are owed money. All the costs might have to go for costs of administration. Maybe there'd be a few percent recovery if that. So if we say to one of the, the big banks who might have the majority of the debt, hey, this person could file for bankruptcy and you're, you're going to get nothing back, or you can agree to work with them on a consumer proposal where you get back maybe 20 or 25 percent percent of the debt 95 out of 100 times they take that first offer 99 out of 100 times if there's a bit of negotiation we still come to a deal so it's to the point where proposals are growing like crazy especially post-covid more proposals than ever before are being filed in the province of bc it's it's up about 35 percent year over year the number of people filing proposals uh, and creditors are accepting them left right and center because they know it's the win-win they get more money back than they would if there's a bankruptcy and the win to the Individual is they don't have to file a bankruptcy; they get to avoid that whole proceeding.
0: Yeah, no, I get the benefit big time to both sides, really, I- including mm-hmm. the creditors in this case. Um, so, I just want to mention if if you've been listening to to what we've talked about so far in this segment, and you know, oh, I need to find out more about this. I need to talk to somebody and find out more. Then. It's very easy to do to get a hold of Sands & Associates. They have offices all over British Columbia too, I might add. But 1-800-661-3030 is the phone number, sands-trustee.com is the website. You can also make an appointment through that website, as well as get lots more information about consumer proposals and how they work. Uh, but mo- most importantly, the number 1-800-661-3030. So Blair, then we'll just go back to the very beginning in terms of the question, are there any situations where I would need a loan to do a consumer proposal?
1: zero. Never. You would never need a loan to do a consumer proposal and if you're working with someone and they're offering or proposing a loan to you that should be a huge red flag that you're probably not dealing with a licensed insolvency trustee. You might be dealing with a debt consultant or some other middleman uh, who eventually might introduce you to a trustee but it's only after they've made a bunch of money from you um, or set you up on some programs that you really just don't need. Uh, You don't need any referral to deal with a licensed insolvency trustee directly and you don't need to build up any money to suddenly make a consumer proposal at Sands and associates and i believe just about every other licensed insolvency trustee firm you don't have to pay anything up front to file a proposal we'll meet with you we'll work with you however many meetings it takes they're all at no charge and then when you sign that proposal All you're agreeing to do is make the monthly payments going forward. So that example we talked about, if it was the $210 per month, that's all you're going to pay, and you'll just start paying that in the first month after you sign the documents. There's never any loan that you need to take to start a consumer proposal.
0: So I guess the next question is, where did this whole loan concept come from? Is somebody to make made it up or is it mis, miscommunication or, or what? Where did it come from, do you know?
1: Well, yeah, I wish it wasn't a thing, but Elaine, there are companies out there that are now advertising what's called a consumer proposal exit loan. And what they're saying is, okay, after you've done a consumer proposal where you've taken all the debts to zero, or sorry, all the interest to zero and paying off the debt that you can afford, we'll loan you the money to pay off that proposal sooner. Uh, And the sales pitch is, well, you're going to rebuild your credit that much sooner um, if you take this loan from us. Now, what you need to be aware is it's not going to be that much sooner um, because a consumer proposal, it's going to clear off your credit the earlier of three years from the day that you pay it off or six years from the day that you sign it. So if you're anywhere past two or three years into your proposal, the credit rating impact is going to be the same whether you pay it off early or if you run it for the full term, it's still gonna be the maximum of six years. But what's really important to know is that what you're doing when you're getting a consumer proposal loan is you're trading interest-free debt for interest-bearing debt And it's usually not at a cheap interest rate. Sometimes it's 30, 40% interest rate or more. Sometimes there's extra fees, administration, legal fees. Um, They could be in the range of $300 to $1,500 that I've seen. And oftentimes the term that you're going to be paying off on that consumer proposal loan is actually going to be longer than what you were paying on the proposal. So by law, a proposal can never extend past five years. Uh, I've seen some consumer proposal exit loans where sometimes they're as short as 36 months. But they can be as long as 84 months. Which, so that's seven years. And that's longer than what you originally contracted to do uh, with the consumer proposal. So it's all essentially, from my point of view, smoke and mirrors, just trying to misdirect this person's attention to saying, well, wouldn't it be great to get that credit rating back you know, a, a year or two sooner? Uh, but when you actually crunch the numbers, you're paying dearly to get a very small benefit um, of that credit rating a little bit sooner. And you'd be so much better off, even from a lender's perspective. If you take that money, you might be contemplating to spend on the loan and just start saving, putting some money away for a down payment for an emergency fund and starting to rebuild your credit. So I've never seen a situation where a consumer proposal exit loan makes sense. Uh, It's something we would never endorse at Sands & Associates. And I would encourage anybody who's considering it to really think twice uh, because, again, just starting to pay interest when the whole point of a proposal is you've stopped the interest and you've got a defined plan. It just generally doesn't make any financial sense.
0: Okay. And a question then, Blair, is it from another um, entity altogether that's Mm -hmm. offering that solution? Or would I can't imagine that a licensed insolvency trustee would even be allowed to have that as part of their offering to a consumer? Or am I wrong there?
1: No, it's never through a licensed insolvency trustee because LITs are not lenders, but there are certain trustees that have referral arrangements, again, never sans and associates, but they might say, okay, you can talk to this person, get out of the proposal sooner. Again, nothing we would ever recommend and we'd be happy to provide a second opinion to anybody who's considering that as an option
0: excellent so support solutions a debt-free plan that's what sands and associates has for you connect with a caring local expert they've got offices all over british columbia check out the website sands-trustee.com and i liked what blair said if you need a second opinion or want a second opinion go to sands and associates and get all the information you could possibly need to be able to make the best decision and their phone number again 1-800-661-3030 you're listening to dollars and cents, I'm going to talk about debt consolidation and really look at whether it's a good thing or a bad, so that we really understand it. Debt consolidation can help you streamline debt payments, pay off debts faster, but there are pros and cons. They might be different types of debt consolidation you should be aware of. In regardless of where you are on this, Blair Manton, who's president of Sands & Associates, is going to explain it to us. So Blair, can you explain how a basic debt consolidation works and why someone might consider consolidating? Well,
1: sure, Elaine. So debt consolidation, what we mean when we say that is combining multiple different debts that you might already have into one new balance. And it can be a strategy you want to consider if you want some help to pay down your debt faster, um, have a clear repayment schedule or a plan. Usually when you consolidate, it's for, um, you know, an idea that you're going to be out of debt at a certain date, as opposed to just making minimum payments. Uh, it simplifies your finances. So rather than having to juggle various different pay dates to different institutions, it's generally just a single payment that you make each month. And ideally, it's going to save you some money because you're going to at least reduce your interest charges and hopefully your overall monthly payments. Uh, there are two main ways people can consolidate their debt. The most common one, the one that people generally think about first, is by working with a lender. And when you work with a lender, you might get a loan that you use to pay off all of your existing debt. So maybe you have three or four different credit cards, and you borrow from the bank enough money to pay off all those cards, and then you're going to pay the bank back over a set term. Uh, Sometimes debt consolidation can take the form of a balance transfer where you move your credit card balances onto a new credit card account and you've got to manage your own monthly payments there because credit cards are not for a fixed term. You have to make sure you're paying enough to actually get out of debt. Uh, Sometimes you might get a personal line of credit where you'll pay back through payments again that you will manage. You have to make sure that goes down over time. Uh, And then sometimes people will consolidate by adding some money to their mortgage, maybe a home equity line of credit or a second mortgage where you can make some set payments or you might even just pay interest only, uh, which, again, if you're only paying interest only, you're not actually driving the balance down. So a lot of people consider those options first of borrowing to consolidate the debt. But there's actually a wonderful alternative of debt consolidation consolidation called a consumer proposal. And a lot of people don't think about that when they start to consolidate their debt, but there's some big differences and benefits uh, to doing a consumer proposal. But first off, what it means when you do a consumer proposal is you combine virtually all of your debts, including common consumer debts, any personal debts, and even government debts into a single repayment plan. And in a proposal, you offer to repay the portion of the debt that you can afford to pay back. It's usually not the full amount unless you can clearly afford that. It's usually a significant discount on that. And the maximum term for a consumer proposal is five years. So you know exactly when your debt-free date is going to be when you start the proposal. When you do a proposal, your creditors will agree to forgive the unpaid balance, which often reduces the balance by 50 to 80%, um, and your debts are automatically frozen. The day you file a proposal, not a single dollar is added to your interest anymore. So that's just a huge relief for folks. Um, You have to work with a licensed insolvency trustee who takes over the communications with your creditors, collects your payments, distributes them to your creditors, and administers the whole process.
0: Okay. So before we talk about um, the benefits to consolidating, uh, which there are a number to to think about, and if you want to know now that you want to talk to somebody about how to do this, or, or at least to take a look at how to manage your debt better, regardless of the way you're going to do it, this is the phone number for Sands & Associates. It's 1-800-661-3030. Okay, Blair, so what are the benefits or some of the benefits to consolidating your debt?
1: Well, it depends on which option you're choosing, whether it's a borrowing option or a non borrowing option. Both have their benefits, and we'll talk also some potential drawbacks. In terms of benefits, if you're using a lender to consolidate your debt, generally you'll want to get benefits like, as we talked about, one simple monthly payment that's going to make your finances easier to manage. Um, you're ideally going to pay back the consolidated debt at a lower interest rate and at a term short enough that you're going to save money on the overall cost of the debt. Um, Ideally, your monthly payment is going to be smaller than what you were paying on all of the debts individually because the interest charges are hopefully going to be lower. And then you should have a schedule. The best types of debt consolidation loans are going to be for a fixed term. They're not going to be for 10 plus years. Hopefully they're just for a few years um, to get you out of debt on a reasonable time frame. Now, if you're looking at a consumer proposal to consolidate your debt, there's even more benefits than working with a lender because the biggest thing as I mentioned earlier, is you're paying back the affordable portion of the debt. That might be as little as 20 cents on the dollar, might be as high as 100, but typically it's quite low. It's often 20 to 30 cents on the dollar, and that gives a full settlement of your account balances with a flexible and customized monthly payment. And because most people are cutting their debt significantly and everyone is not paying an additional dollar of interest charges, consumer proposal payments are usually substantially lower than the combined monthly payments or even any debt consolidation loan. Uh, what's really powerful when you do a consumer proposal is you get professional support through the process so financial counseling services there's no fees that are added to your debt services to your debt payments the trustee steps in the middle between you and your creditors make sure all the communications go through them and that can be a huge stress relief uh, can really uh, lessen the anxiety people are feeling when they have to deal with a bunch of different lenders and maybe signing on for something they're not sure they can afford doing a consumer proposal it has to be affordable and your trustee is going to help you the buffer between you and the people that you owe money to
0: and what are the downsides to debt consolidation and are there are there a lot of them
1: well, the biggest one, if you're consolidating with a lender, is it's pretty darn tough to qualify, especially these days. So quite often a lender would say, well, you're already struggling with these debts. If we go and pay off all of these debts, what are the guarantees you're going to actually pay back this consolidated debt? So quite often if you try to borrow to consolidate your debt, the lenders would say, well, the only way we're going to approve you is if you get a co-sign cosigner, somebody else to sign on the dotted line to be responsible, which is generally a very bad idea, um, or if you agree to pledge some major asset Says collateral, you know, maybe put up your car, for example, or maybe cash in some investments. So that can be incredibly risky. And I understand from the lender's perspective, they want to have a guarantee that they get repaid. Uh, but sometimes you have to think, well, if the bank's not willing to approve me for a consolidation loan, what do they know that I don't? Maybe I'm going to really have trouble. I'm going to struggle to repay this. Uh, When you do a consolidation loan, if you are approved, um, you have to make sure you can actually afford it, that the interest charges, even if they're less, are still something that's going to fit into your budget. And you have to be careful too. You're not going to be stuck into what we call a borrow, repay, borrow cycle uh, if you don't stop using your credit. So I've seen it too often where people have qualified for a consolidation loan, all their other balances were paid down to zero, and they just had to start using credit again. And then a couple of years later, they're at the point where they owe the consolidation loan and the balances that were previously at zero are now back up again. So you really have to look deep into your budget, into your living situation, and make sure that you can afford any type of lender-based consolidation that you do.
0: And there really isn't any downside, because we talk about consumer proposals all the time, but there really isn't any downside to a consumer proposal. Am I right to assume that?
1: Well, they. They counteract most of the negatives that I've just talked about. You're not borrowing. You're not paying any interest. You don't need a credit score or any qualifying factors. You keep all of your assets. There's no cosigner, and you start fresh. You can build new credit right away to reestablish yourself. Now, the only potential downside is that there is a notation on your credit report for a period of time. If it's a five-year proposal, literally a year after it's paid off, that notation is gone. So it's not a permanent mark against you. It's something you can clearly recover from. And what's great with a consumer proposal is it's flexible. If you it's a five-year proposal, but suddenly things go great, you can pay that proposal off earlier with no penalty, no interest. You can get yourself back on track. So for so many people, they find a consumer proposal is just that life-saving option that they've been looking for, and it's far superior to borrowing from a bank and doing debt consolidation that way
0: such a great such a great um, uh, piece to leave us. And I want to suggest if you're not entirely sure or you missed some pieces, the website sands-trustee.com is just filled with so many great questions and really easy to understand answers. And of course, making that first phone call and sitting down with somebody to walk through the process. That's what these people are all about at Sands & Associates. You've been listening to Dollars and Cents. See you next time.